Socially, socially, socially awkward. Socially, socially, socially awkward. Let's go. good everybody this is your boy Lorel Como Zach and you're listening to the Socially Ah Square Podcast the keys to building connections and relationships in a virtual world yo it's been a minute but let's get to it today our daily affirmation is my possibilities are endless my possibilities are endless there's no limit to how far you can go in life there's no limit to the goals that you there's no limit there are no boundaries look your possibilities are endless for everyone thinking that you know there is a wall or there's this ceiling we, we there's this glass ceiling i can only go so far no 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 you there is no glass ceiling you can go as far as you want to go <laughs> you can go as far as you need to go you know don't don't put yourself don't limit yourself, right? Don't put boundaries on yourself. There are no end when it comes to your possibilities. So tell yourself that this morning, this afternoon, tonight before you go to sleep. Yo, my possibilities are endless. <laughs> All right. So let's get to this thing today. Let's get to this thing. Um, this week has been interesting. Last week has been even more interesting. So, you know, moving to this new home and a lot of things happened. My wife and I, we launched a new business and that has been like super exciting, uh, nerve wracking, busy, you know, a happy time, all of it like infused in one. Yeah. We started a business and it's called K and Kai. It's an online clothing store. Um, for babies and for children. Right now we go up to sizes zero to two T, 24 months right now. And uh, we launched it the first day in 24 hours. We sold out and it's super crazy. We're like, man, like packing orders. I'm out here. It's, it's, it's been a very, very new journey for me. And it was so fun to even just be a part of this but we named it Kay and Kai after my two boys, my two sons. They're twins. Um, one, the firstborn twin is his name is Kason. My secondborn twin, his name is Kylo. So we call them Kay and Kai. And it was dedicated to them. Um, they were our uh, miracle babies. We call them our miracle babies uh, based on our journey uh, dealing with infertility. Uh, for about three half three and a half years and having to do IVF to have our boys. Uh, it's been a long ride, but, you know, we dedicate everything that we do to create legacy for them, to create generational wealth for them. And so um, that's one of the reasons why we launched the second business. We already have a business uh, um, already um, called Malzac Media, but now we have started a second business called K&Kai. And I'm super, super pumped for everyone who's having babies and dropping babies left and right, yo, jump over to our website, shopkankai.com, and get you some stuff. Well, right now, we we uh, we sold out. But when we restock, you know what I mean, sign up for the newsletter so you'll know we got some stuff back in, getting ready to launch the spring and summer line as well. So I'm really, really, really excited that we did that. So that's why I've been like, I guess MIA last week has been, it's been crazy, but I feel like you're in store for something really great today. I'm, it may not be long, but I feel like it's going to be 
this message for you, this message is for you. It's called It's Complicated. This new episode, this week's episode is called It's Complicated. It's complicated. And I thought about this and I was like, you know what? There's been a lot of different things in my life that I've been through where it's been like, I had no explanation about it. I, I couldn't pinpoint what it what it was exactly. I was just called it complicated. Like, you know, have you ever been in a relationship and like, it's like you're not in a relationship, but you are like you walk around as if you're together, but you're not. And you see somebody walk up to you and say, you know, y'all look good together. No, we're not together. Then what are y'all? Ah, it's complicated. <laughs> it's like complicated. Like, you know, and I feel like I've had those experiences many times in my life where, you know, I was connected to people or connected to women. I'm just like, yo, just hanging out, you know, and one thing leads to another. It's like um, we're spending a lot of time together. Are we together? And I had to draw the line and say, no, we're not together. But it seems like we're doing everything as if you were together. Well, it's complicated. Well, why didn't you commit to that person? That's the question now you got to ask yourself. Now, if it's that complicated, why are you in it? Like, seriously, if it's that complicated, are y'all best friends or not? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, are y'all together or no? Because, well, we together, but, you know, um, She's not, she's not it for me right now. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying, I've heard this before. This is what I've heard. I've heard a man say she's, she's uh, becoming the woman that I need her to be. So I haven't committed to her yet because she's becoming the woman that I need her to be. And I heard that. I said, wait a minute, that make no sense. What do you mean she's becoming what you need her to be? Either she is or she isn't. You know what I mean? Like, like my thing is when, she, when you get married, like you marry that person as they are. You you don't just try to, oh, I'm going to prune her up, you know, and, and, and mold her and then I'm going to commit. And that doesn't make, that sounds like you're controlling, sir. That's what that sounds like. It sounds like you're trying to control her life and her output and her perspective and who she is, what she's driven by her purpose. You want that to be what you want her to be and instead of her have her own mindset and intellect of how she is to operate and what she's purposed to do. Like, you get what I'm saying? It's like, like, we can't control Women, we can't control people and, and try to mold them into what we want them to be. At the end of the day, they are who they are. They're not going to change unless they change themselves. We can't change other people. So you get that that quote just like really stuck with me. I'm like, yo, you're what? I'm, you know, she's becoming what I need to be. And that when when she becomes it, you know, when she when she's that person, you know, saying, you know, then then we're gonna I'm gonna commit, you know, I'm gonna give it a ring or whatever. What? Like either you like her now or you or you won't like her later. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, do you love her or not, man? And so I feel like we've all been into some type of or some form of fashion of a relationship where it's just been like super complicated. And then we just have no explanation. We can't explain it. Well, how do we get out of complicated situations? How do we get and maneuver out of something that we say is complicated? Well, number one, you have to take inventory of what that relationship is. Number one, is it toxic? Well, I'm with this person because I feel needed. He, you know, he makes, he feels a void in my life. Okay. Now you've answered the question. You're with him because he feels a void. You're not with him because you love him. You're not with him because he adds value to you. You're with him because, because you need a void feel because there's something in your past trauma that has not been addressed. So now you need counseling. You don't need him. You need counseling. You need help. 
That's what you need. You know what I'm saying? It's not that complicated. I know your situation is, but it really isn't that complicated. We have to pinpoint the root of the situation. We have to pinpoint the root of why we are in a complicated situation. Why am I here? I've talked about it before in my first episode called Situationships. Like sometimes we get into relationships based off of a situation that happened in our life and, and we get connected to this person just based on the trauma that we've dealt and that person just happened to be there. You know, I'm dealing with this and dealing with loss, but this person just happened to be there the whole time and I'm feeling this void. And then that becomes complicated. It becomes complicated. How do you get out of that? How do you get out of that? So I wanted to explain something. Um, I didn't want it to be churchy, but I slick. I feel like this is a scripture that, that I needed to talk about y'all. Like, so I was reading the Bible and, um, this scripture jumped out to me and I, I feel like I need to talk about it. If you, if you will, if you will. So in John chapter four, I ain't going to preach you. I just, I'm just going to quote the scripture. Listen, in John chapter four, the Bible talks about Jesus meeting a woman. Um, but not just any woman. He meets a woman uh, at a well, right? Um, and at a well where, you know, you get water, you, you're thirsty, you get the well, you get to the well, you fill the book, you fill your buckets up and, you know, take it home. I don't know, do whatever you do. So in the case, Jesus is at this well, he meets a Samaritan woman. And in John chapter four, uh, verse 15, this woman says this, please, sir, the woman said, give me this water. Then I'll never be thirsty again. And I won't have to come here to get water. Basically, I'm body. I'm here to fill up. And it's like I'm going to the gas tank. You know, I'm here to fill up, and hopefully, I won't be here until you know, well, gas prices be so high. A couple of days, <laughs> you know, it's about the end of the week. Hopefully, I'm good. So, uh, verse sixteen, it says, um, Jesus tells her, "Go get your husband." Jesus says, verse seventeen. She says, "I don't have a husband." The woman replied. Jesus said, you're right. You don't have a husband for you have had five husbands and you aren't even married to the man you're living with now. You certainly spoke the truth. Verse 19, sir, the woman said, you must be a prophet. So tell me, why is it that you Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place of worship while we Samaritans claim it is here at Mount Jerusalem where our ancestors worship? Now, before I get to that latter part, I want to discuss this. There is a woman at a well trying to get some water. She's thirsty. Jesus is at the well, who he's really not even supposed to be talking to a Samaritan woman anyway, but he's there at the well. He's talking to this woman. She says, give me some water so I won't thirst again. Interesting verbiage. He says, out of the clear blue sky, you'll go get your husband. And almost like... Your husband's supposed to, you know, give you your water. Why are you asking me? Go get your husband. I'll declare blue. But there's a point in this. She says, I don't have a husband. It's complicated. <laughs> listen, listen. She said, I don't got a husband. It's complicated. I don't, I don't have a husband. He said, you're right. For you've had five of them. And the one you're living with now ain't even your dude. He's not even your man, bro. Like, why, why are you with him? 
And I'm like, man, that, that resonates to a lot of us today. Like a lot of us have been married or a lot of us have been connected to so many different people and have been attached to so many different things, chained to so many, di- bound to so many different things. And when someone asks us, hey, aren't you such and such? Go get such and such. Oh, that's not even me. Oh, you're right. That ain't even you because you're attached to something else right now. You get what I'm saying? It's like it's like she's had so many opportunities to be with that person, to be with a person, to be with the one. It's failed five times. And here's the kicker. She's in a relationship. She's been in a relationship for five times. She's had five committed relationships with five different men, five husbands she's had. And Jesus points out the one that you're living with now is not even your husband. I'm convinced that this Samaritan woman is in a complicated situation. Like many of us, maybe, or maybe we've experienced this before, we have tried commitment with with a certain thing multiple times. And because we feel that it has failed us, we remove ourselves from a committed thing and now go, I call it rogue, to do our own thing and say, you know what, I'm done with the commitment. That didn't work for me. So I'm just going to do my own thing. I'm just going to have him around. He's just going to be my little dude while I'm, you know, because I ain't going to be the committed dude. No, I'm not, I can't be committed no more. I've tried it too many times. Have you, have you ever, ever thought, man, you know what, God, I've tried you so many times and I feel like I've, I feel like I've, I'm in a situation where I'm failing and God, I keep trying you. So I'm going to do, I'm going to do my own thing now. And God approaches you and say, yo, what's happening? Like, I'm right here. Ah, um, you know. I mean, many of us have really, many of us have really been in situations where we've been connected and we've been bound. Um, we've been committed to so many. We've, we've made vows to things, to people. For it not to work out. And we give up. And we say, you know what? This isn't for me. Some of us have tried church for so long. Like, yo, I've tried church, man. The people in church are crazy. Like, I'm tired of dealing with them folks. Them folks don't lose. They don't lost their mind. And we tried church and we tried, you know, pastor after pastor. And we feel like it's failed us each and every time. And so it's like, you know, I don't do church like that no more. That ain't even for me. You know what? Christianity and all that kind of stuff, that ain't for me. And we put it aside and we just kind of, we just kind of live, Right. But Jesus is offering something totally different here. He's offering something totally different. He, he applauded the fact that the Samaritan woman spoke truth. She spoke truth. And you know what? You know, I, you know, I, ain't, I ain't got nobody right now. It's, it's, I'm in a complicated situation. I'm, 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 in, I'm in a situationship right now. My last relationship didn't work. My, ma- my last marriage didn't work. And so what I'm in right now, you know, just trying to fill a void. I mean, can you imagine this woman just saying, you know what? I just want to fill a void. I'm just with this person. I'm just living with this man because I can't do commitment anymore. He just happened to be there. Each time it failed, he was there. He could be, he could be a best friend. And she's like, you know, I'm just going to try him out. And I ain't going to deal with commitment right now. Like, I feel that. Like, I understand that. Jesus understood that and said, you know what? You spoke truth, but let me offer you something else. Let me offer you water. 
And I can assure you from this living water, you will never thirst again. What he was really saying is you've tried a lot of different other things, but you haven't tried me yet. He went super spiritual. You've tried a lot of different things. You've you tried man after man after man. You sought love in all the wrong places. You were hoping for commitment. You were yearning for love. And, and it seemed like love failed you. They failed you. And so now you're just in a complicated situation, kind of giving up hope, kind of saying, you know what? I throw my hands up. This ain't for me. Commitment isn't for me. You know, holding vows just isn't my thing. I've seen it fail too many times. So I give up. I'm just in a complicated situation. There's no way you can be truly happy in a complicated situation. And God is saying, I'm offering you life. Try me instead. I won't give up on you like they did. (laughs) I won't turn my back on you like they did. I won't push you aside. Like It won't be complicated with me because God is saying, I'm going to love you regardless. Whether you fall, whether you're, whether you sin, whether, you know, you mess up, whether you turn your back on me, I'm going to still love you. I'm still going to be here fighting for you, making sure I hold you up, making sure I, I cover you, making sure I protect you and clothe you and feed you. You don't have to worry. It won't be complicated with me. That's what Jesus is saying to this woman. You've, he made it clear. You tried five. And the one that you're in right now, you're complicated. You're in a situationship. You're stuck. You feel maybe I'm just going to live my life. But you ain't tried me yet, though. How ironic, are that, how ironic is it that you're at a well offering, wanting me to give you water? That's ironic because I'm the living water. I can give you water that makes you, uh, that, that'll make you never thirst again. Listen, like try me this time. Try me this time. And so when you read further, he talks about how how to be connected with him, not to not to worship everything else that everybody trying other idols and trying other things that your ancestors worshiped and doing all this other stuff. No, he said you all that stuff. Folks are trying. Folks are trying so many different things, just like you did. They just trying stuff, man, like. Trying things, hoping it'll fulfill them, only to go to the next thing, hoping that'll fulfill them. And you you complete this cycle over and over and over again. It becomes even more complicated. So when people ask you, what do you believe? What do you do? Who are you? What's your purpose? You don't even know. You just say it's complicated. You just say it's complicated. Like, yo, I, I, don't, I don't really know. What's your purpose? Man, it's complicated, man. I don't know. Hey, man, aren't you a musician? Yeah, but right now I'm dealing with some other stuff. Wait, wait, what? Who are you? I don't know. It's complicated. I've tried so many different things. I don't even know. I'm just in this. I'm in this space where I'm just, I don't know right now. And God is saying, look, I know. Try me instead. You don't have to be in a complicated situation. And let's put this practically. Let's make this practical. Because... I mean, let's just be honest. Some of us right now listening like, yo, this this message is for me because like I'm literally looking at the person I'm with in this car right now. Like, yo, this is real complicated. This is real awkward that we in this car right now driving to work. But, you know, i am just be honest with you. This is complicated. You we I don't know. if We work right now. We're not working. You know, we're not even committed. What's up with that? 
<laughs> you know, this could be an awkward conversation for someone. But listen, it, it has to be said. Some of us have tried commitment, have failed and are in something because we've tried it all. And we're just now living with the regret, living with the past trauma, living with empty, uh, shattered pieces, living with an empty void, just, just hoping that this person or this thing just fills it up. But we never really tried Jesus. We never really tried God. We never really tried to get a deeper personal relationship with the man who could literally give us life and life everlasting. Look, we have to learn how to address issues. The worst thing we can do is to run into a relationship or, or to connect with people or to things because we're trying to fill voids or because we haven't addressed issues. We haven't took, we ain't went to counseling. We haven't, you know, got counseling. We haven't tried to figure out what's happening in our lives. We haven't tried to figure out what's going on in our brain. Why do we think the way we think? Why do we do certain things? Why do we, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times when we are in complicated situations, we may think it's other people, but a lot of times it's us. A lot of times it's like, you know what? I didn't address these issues. A lot of times it's like, you know what? I didn't seek help. You know what? It ain't just you. It's me. It's my fault that I stooped down this low and I just and I didn't value myself enough to say, you know what? You're not the one for me. You know what? I'm not going to get myself into this relationship knowing this ain't for me. I'm not even going to worry because I know I'm about to be in a complicated situation. If I get up, if I get connected to you, I'm, I'm not going to devalue myself like that. I'm going to I'm going to get the help that I need to make sure I know who I am and who, who I'm purposed to be. So I don't get caught up in drama. So I don't get caught up in a complicated situation. The Samaritan woman found herself caught up and found herself in a complicated situation. And Jesus is offering a way out. Jesus is offering y'all a way out of a complicated situation. That's my word for you. For those who are trying to, trying to find how to get out of that thing. Like, look, how I get out this thing? Like, yo, try Jesus. Like, yo, let's... Address the issue. Address the issue. Ask God, like, God, Lord, I need your help right here. How did I find myself here? A lot of us have found ourselves in the corner of a street, found ourselves addicted to drugs, addicted to porn, and find ourselves, you know what I mean, <laughs> you know, addicted to sex, alcohol. Like, we find ourselves, like, mentally, like, gone because we didn't address issues, because we stayed in something that was complicated. God didn't mean for us. Here's the good scripture. God is not the author of confusion. God is not the author of confusion. If you're in something and you're confused about what it is, then you should know God isn't in it. God isn't in something that's confusing. God is a straight shooter. Like either it is or it is not. God says, let your yes be yes and your no's be no's. Man, like... God ain't the author of confusion. So if you're in a confused, if you're confused, it's probably not God. You probably got to figure some things out and address the issue and say, you know what? Maybe I got to look within. What, what's wrong with me? Like, why, why am I here? Not to say there's anything wrong with you, because it could be everything wrong with them. But at the same time, we have to look within and say, you know what? I have to, I have to get me together. I got to get me right first. Because even though it may be you, 
<laughs> it may be you. It could be me too. And I got to take a break. I got to figure this thing out. And that break may be a long break. That break may be like, oh, I'm cutting ties with you. Cutting ties. Like I got to cut, cut ties with you. It's complicated. God is offering his way out to get you uncomplicated. <laughs> if that's a word, is that uncomplicated a word? To get you into a place where there's no confusion. Place where you can live free in him without any doubt of someone not loving you. God's going to love you regardless. He's going to love you regardless, man. So I just want to, I just want to leave you with that. God's going to love on you, man. And, and if you're in something that you feel that requires love and you know, you need it and, and, and you're in something that's not giving it to you, yo, God is offering something even better. He's offering his love to you. Just accept it, take it, embrace it. It's all you have to do is say, God, I want to learn about this love. I want to learn about this undying love, this perfect love that casts out fear, this love that no matter what I do, you always hear for me. Like, I don't want to be connected to things that's complicated. I don't want to be in a complicated space in my life. I want to uncomplicate things. I want to address the issues in my life that require require healing. So that's my message, y'all. It's complicated. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, remember to subscribe. Remember to rate. You know, if you love this episode, I, I can't wait to show you more. I can't wait to give you more and more insight of what's happening. And let me know what other topics you want to hear from me. That's my word for today, y'all. God can uncomplicate some situations in your life. He'll call it out just so that you can see where you are so that you can address it and move forward in life and be a better you, be a better person, and to grow and to be what God called you to be. All right, y'all, so live, learn, grow, and it's time that I'm out. I'll talk to y'all next week. Peace.